0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And we are on, I believe, Peter. Can you believe it? It's episode twenty-one of the Brilliant at the Basics series. How are you? Wow,
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I guess there's uh, quite a bit to talk about, even when it talks to the talk comes to the basics, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah. And I don't know. I don't think you and I are very talkative guys, anyway, to begin with. And I may be wrong, but uh, that's there's there's so many things in this business. There's so many things to talk about in this business. And what I like about this series, Peter, is that we're just bringing people back to the basic, most important, necessary things in this business, right?
1: No question. No question. I mean, you know, a lot of times people literally complicate this business and, you know, we kind of kid around that we're in a 20 some episodes. But the reality is we're pretty much talking about the same stuff over and over. We're just kind of hitting it from different angles. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's really the key to, to master the basics, understand the basics. And then you just uh, scale your business uh, by just getting better at it and increasing your numbers all the way through the process.
0: You know, I do a weekly, I mean, a monthly mastermind with some local wholesalers in St. Louis. And I'd uh-huh. encourage everybody that is listening to this, if, you, if you're doing deals in your market, start a mastermind. Start a local network with other wholesalers in your market. It's, it's really fun. It's cool. I mean, and you'd be surprised meeting with these other guys and girls, but talking about business, talking about what's working today, what's not, talking about potential deals that maybe you have buyers for, um, maybe some other guy doesn't. It, we've done a lot of, uh, of selling of our deals to each other, believe it or not, in this group. Somebody has a deal and they don't have a buyer. Somebody has a buyer who's looking for a deal. And we'll co wholesale deals all the time to each other. So, anyway, uh, one of the guys in the group, uh, he's, you know, I guess you'd call him old school, right? Um, But he's old school and doing a ton of deals. And he just keeps it really, really simple. He keeps everything in a spreadsheet. Uh, He he probably does four or five deals a month, but they're all big deals, like probably 10, 20 grand. Um, But he just keeps it simple. You know, all of the seller leads go to his cell phone. So he he answers the calls himself. He's got one assistant that helps him kind of with the admin stuff, but and he has a spreadsheet that kind of just tracks it all. Real simple, basic guy, and you'd see him and think, yeah, you know, what, I wonder what he does, and and not have any kind of second thought about man, this guy is filthy rich. But <laughs> he just he just keeps it really really simple and keeps it really basic, and that's kind of the point of this podcast here. But on this episode, Peter, I was wondering if we could get uh, your kind of thoughts on assistance. Hiring either virtual assistants or local assistants, how important is that? First thing I want to tell everybody is Peter and I, we do, the reason why we're doing these podcasts, this Brilliant at the Basics series, is to tell you about our Partnering Apprentice program. Peter and I have been doing this for almost a year and a half, maybe two years now. And it's a pretty amazing program where we are actually partnering with folks on deals. We are doing – we're setting up their businesses for them, basically setting up all of their back office systems, doing all their marketing for them and providing coaching and support, funding, and uh, just really a bunch of cool awesomeness. Uh, You get to go hang out with Peter in Atlanta if you want. Peter, how many guys – in the last uh, 6 to 12 months, how many people have come down to your office, to hang out with you for a half a day or a day? Oh, a bunch. I mean, we probably had about
1: 15, 20 people here from across the country that we're working with, helping uh, with, and you know, doing deals, some doing deals with. They come in here and they kind of see how this model war- works at a very high level and it's just been amazing results and the kind of things they've been saying afterwards, kind of the the, the impact right. that, that, that they've seen. So, yeah, a bunch, of them,
0: a bunch I'm, of them. I'm even doing a workshop next week in St. Louis just focusing on wholesaling lease options. And uh, I've invited everybody to come for free. That's part of our uh, partnering program. And I filled up my spots in like a couple days, Peter. <laughs> but anyway, wow. um, so, uh, Peter, let's talk about – Oh, I wanted to say, I'm sorry. I wanted to say this. Peter and I are going to be doing weekly calls now talking about this program, talking about this opportunity. It's not cheap. It's for only people who are really serious about their business, who want to grow their business, start doing a lot of deals and have some money to invest in marketing. Um, But we're ready to, we have the systems in place, the team, we've been doing this for a long time. We have the team now where we'll set up all of your systems and do all your marketing for you. We provide the coaching, the support, the support, um, you can come to our offices, go to our workshops, get all of our stuff. It's a pretty all-encompassing thing. And we're doing weekly calls about it. And if you want to see when the next one is, just go to this website, callwithpeterandjoe.com. Callwithpeterandjoe.com. It's the teleseminar. Remember those those old-fashioned things called teleseminars? It's not even a mm-hmm. webinar. You just dial in on your phone and listen to Peter and I talk about this and see if it's for you. See if you're a good fit or not. Um, so go to callwithpeterandjoe.com to get more information also if you want to get our book we wrote we wrote a book on this whole topic called brilliant at the basics and if you go to freebasicbook.com it gives you uh, you can get the book for free just pay shipping and handling freebasicbook.com and we're going to be coming out with a second book real soon we're going to be coming out with a new book uh, taking the best of our coaching calls and transcribing them and putting them into a book it's going to be amazing so Peter, let's talk about assistance. Um, how important are assistance to you and your business?
1: Well, to, to me, they're absolutely critical. Um, you know, one of the things that you always hear me talk about that, you know, this is a two-sided business, uh, meaning it's, it's, a, it's a financial business, but it's also lifestyle-driven business. And unfortunately, so many people get into it for exactly those two reasons. You know, they want to make a bunch of money. They want to have an incredible lifestyle. And the unfortunate part of it is that so many investors out there lose focus of that second side. And, you know, even the ones that start making money over a period of time and, and, and make, you know, what would be considered to be pretty decent incomes, they forget to, to, to start leveraging their their efforts through other people uh, like a virtual assistance or regular assistants. so what happens in the end you know they become fairly successful financially but then they look around you know they look back and they're like okay well here's what I've done I've created myself another job because I'm doing everything you know I'm I'm doing the marketing I'm doing the negotiating I'm doing the, the screening of everything I'm you know running out to the deals I'm hiring contractors I'm firing contractors I'm working with agents and And next thing you know, you know, this business almost, you know, it could become a very overwhelming business because the bigger you get, the more things there is to do. So what VAs and what assistants allow you to do or other people in your in your world, they allow you to leverage your efforts through other individuals. You know, everything I just mentioned, whether it's marketing, negotiating, taking calls, you know, working with contractors, you know, working with agents. All of those things could be done by other individuals around us. So, so you know, to, to go back to your question, they're absolutely critical. I mean, I think in the beginning, an individual should do it all to learn it, to understand it, to master it, to, to, to become proficient at the tasks. And then as the time goes on in a very strategic way, I think every individual needs to start handing off pieces of the business, you know, uh, whether it's the negotiations part, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, understanding how to do estimates to someone else and things like that. And then what happens, you know, once you've, you've done it correctly and once you got the right VAs or once you have the right assistance in place, there comes a time where you then start capturing both sides of this business, both the financial side and the lifestyle side. You know, people always talk about, well, you know, system, systems, you know, I want to systematize, I want to automate it. These are like big buzzwords in this business. And in the end, a lot of people don't even know what that, what they really mean. I mean, it's like, well, what is that? How do you, how do you systematize? How do you, you know, in my world, the definition for that is you leverage your efforts through other people. That's how you systematize everything. You know, we have a business here that does as many as, you know, sometimes 10 deals on a weekly basis. And my involvement in that side of the business is sometimes no more about, you know, 15 minutes on a daily basis. All things are being done. You know, Marketing is being done. Negotiations are being handled. Everything is done, but it's all leveraged through other people's efforts. And that is what I consider to be the ultimate systematization, systematizing right. of this business and automating this business, which in turn translates to an incredible lifestyle. So, yeah, absolutely critical.
0: I think it's super important. And, in fact, you know, I'm often asked the question from people, You know, I've got only a thousand bucks a month to spend. Should I hire an assistant or should I do marketing? And I, boy, I'm really torn on that. Uh, You know, should they spend the money on marketing, do it all themselves first, or hire an assistant to help them with it? What would you say to that, Peter? If somebody just had a thousand bucks a month for budgeted for marketing, Mm -hmm. hire an assistant or do marketing?
1: Um, You know, I mean, if you're in those kind of numbers, if you're uh and those kind of numbers, I would put that towards marketing, um, because remember, an assistant needs to do something. And if your whole budget is a thousand dollars, you know that that's you know you may be able to afford an assistant for a fairly short period of time. But what is that assistant going to be doing for you? So I would say, you know, in my world, your first dollars should should always be going to the marketing, and your in your initial efforts should always be done by you because that's the most efficient way to handle it. Put into something that's going to make money and hire the cheapest labor at that point which which happens to be you. Right. So as soon you as you, know, you do it
0: as soon as you do a deal start making some money would you suggest hiring an assistant then?
1: Yeah, I mean I think an assistant needs to be brought on at, at when two things happen. One, you master the task. So you master let's say negotiations from the marketing efforts to the level that you're like okay, I got it, I understand it. I can now uh, systematically teach somebody else how to do it and also watch them from a perspective of understanding whether or not they're doing it the correct way. So, A, you master it, and B, at a point in time where you're starting to get a little too busy. So once you're, you've mastered it, you know, if you're getting two leads a day, I wouldn't hire an assistant to take my calls, you know. But if you've mastered it and you get 20 leads a day or 40 leads a day, now you're getting a little bit bogged down. Then you hire it out. So those two things need to take place. You mastered it. You mastered a task, or understand it well enough to bring someone else on board and educate them on it. Even if that person happens to be better, at least you have to understand what what isn't what needs to be done. And then you start getting overwhelmed by that task yourself.
0: I'd agree with that. Totally agree with that. But I can also see the side. Um, you know, we have a mutual friend who coaches a lot of people. And one of the things he tells them, the first thing they need to do is get an assistant. And I can see that argument um, because for me, in my experience, when I was first getting started, I knew I had to do this marketing consistently and regularly to get enough leads to do enough deals. And being as scattered brained as I am, and as, as busy as I am, I could not for the life of me do my marketing consistently. So I knew I had to hire a virtual assistant. Actually, this was an assistant. Yeah, it wasn't a virtual assistant from the Philippines. I knew I had to hire somebody to do my marketing for me or else it wouldn't get done. So in, in some people are different. I think it, you could make the argument that yeah, you've you got to get an assistant to do your marketing for you every day, every week so that it just gets done. Uh but if you if you're struggling, you don't have enough money for either marketing or an assistant, then yeah, you should get do the marketing yourself first. But as quickly as you can, you've got to hire an assistant. And I don't think it matters if it's virtual or local. Uh, I've had both. I really, really, really like having local assistants. And we could have, have an old episode talking about why local assistants are better. Uh, but Peter, let's talk about real quick, uh, what are some of the things your assistant should be doing for you? I have a list of my, my own here. What would you say somebody's just getting started doing a couple deals a month maybe and they need to get a local assistant or an assistant to help them? What should some of the things they be doing?
1: Well, again, I, I'm of a believer that everything in the beginning needs to be focused towards the tasks that are going to make you money. Right. Um, and, and, and so in in my world, if I'm getting an assistant and it's the first assistant I got and I got a limited budget, maybe have a little bit limited time, I'm having that assistant to anything possible to do with marketing. Yeah. Uh, for instance, you know, they could deploy your direct mail. They could make Craigslist offers on a daily basis. They could start uh, attracting bird dogs to your world to to bring you deals. They could start setting up relationships in your world to 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 find you deals. So again, I'm you know, in the beginning stages, it's all about tr- creating success and it's all about getting results and it's all about making, more, you know, making money to, to be able to scale the business upwards. So my initial assistant in, in the in early stages, it's, it's they're going to spend all of their time or an overwhelming majority of their time uh, in the marketing side, generating leads, deploying marketing, talking to anyone that could generate leads for me, uh, maybe taking some initial calls and stuff like that. That's, that's, that's ultimately what I would have them done.
0: Yeah, exactly. They they need to focus. You need to focus on your highest revenue generating activities as does your virtual assistant. And that's so key. I think for me breaking it down the things that I should only be doing $500 an hour work. That's the way I like to look at it. I should only be doing $500 an hour work, which is what talking to sellers and making offers. And if you get to a point where you can't keep up with that, then you fire then you hire somebody else to do that, but For me, the way I like to structure it is I have an assistant that does my marketing, number one. Number two, sends my offers for me. Number three, because I make an offer on every single seller lead that comes in. Number three, do all my follow-up for me. So every lead that comes in, we touch them again every single month. We send them a text message. We send them a slide dial. Leave them a voicemail. We send them a postcard. All that stuff needs to be done every single month, right? And then they need to update your database. I think the money is in the list, right? So if you're finding yourself sitting behind a desk uh, too much updating your database, then something is seriously wrong. That's, that's $5, $10, 15 an hour work right there. You need to be focused on $500 an hour work, the highest revenue-generating activities. And so sometimes I think, Peter, so many people get screwed up in their, in their businesses trying to automate and systemize everything, buying all of these tools – When the best automation you can get is an assistant. And I harp on this all the time. The best automation you can get is an assistant. And if you need to set up your Podio or or whatever you're using to create these automatic tasks to remind your assistant to do it, that's what you should be focusing on. Not trying to find a new tool or system that can do it for you. Find an assistant that can do it for you. Just create these tasks inside so that none of that stuff falls to the cracks not saying those tools are bad, I still use them, but I just see so many people who are not techie in this business, like Peter, you, (laughs) you're you're the most non-techie guy I know, uh, but still doing a ton of deals. Why? Because you've surrounded yourself with people who are, who can set that stuff up for you, right? There's
1: no question. There's no question. And the other thing that we sometimes overlook, you know, just the word assistant in of themselves sometimes almost seems like it's beneath or not as good as. The reality is the goal is not just to find somebody who's not quite as good as you, but you know, at least can take some workload off of you. The reality is what you want to find is people are actually better than you. You know, so when you're handing something off, you may understand that position a little bit better in the beginning, but the person who you're handing off to You should hire for that skill set. So in the end, those assistants, those virtual assistants or assistants, you know, in in your local area, they'll actually, if you're doing it the right way, they should actually be performing the tasks better than you. So they should actually help your business grow quicker than if you are doing it yourself. And that's a very important piece. It's not just hand it off and expect half the work to be done. It's handed off and, 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 and expect you know three times more production as a result of handing off. So that's, that's how you want to work that stuff.
0: Excellent. We could talk a lot more about this. I try to keep these podcast episodes under 15 minutes, but we're already over that. Uh, let me just say one more thing finally. Um, I think it's really important that you communicate constantly with your VAs, your assistants. And there's a great app that I'm loving and using every single day. There's two apps that I use to communicate with my team. One of them is Voxer. V as in virtual, O-X-E-R, instead of Boxer, but it's V with Voxer for voice. Voxer is a great tool you guys can use to communicate with your team with voice memos. So instead of typing things out on my phone, you know, I can send a voice message to my assistant. So the way it works is you talk to a seller, you talk to a buyer. Instead of writing down the notes or trying to Remember, when next time you're at a desk or at a computer to put the stuff into Podio or whatever your CRM is, you just shoot a quick Voxer message to your assistant. Hey, I just talked to this seller at 123 Main Street. Go ahead and update Podio with this and remind me in a month to call them again. Go ahead and send them an offer. Add them to our follow-up campaign. Boom, it's done. That voice memo goes to your assistant. And they get it done for you. So that's there's some real power in tools like that. The other tool I was going to mention real quick was Slack. S L A C K Slack. I use Slack a lot with my own business to communicate internally with them. So we're all of our communications are on one platform. They're they're not text message. There's not uh, email. There's not Skype or instant messaging. It's all kind of in one under one umbrella. And it's it's very cool. My team loves it. Um, it's a lot easier to to organize all of your internal communications. All right, very good. So guys, thank you, Peter. If you guys want to listen to Peter and I talk about our partnering program, it's it's really amazing and I'm excited about it. I'm real proud of it. We've been doing it for a long time. I've seen a lot of success. A lot of guys in our program are doing a ton of deals. Go to callwithpeterandjoe.com. Callwithpeterandjoe.com. Maybe I'll get a shorter domain for a future episode, but the, Peter and I are going to do, start doing these weekly calls, and it's just this real simple, I think it's just normally we would keep these under 30 minutes. These, they're real short. Get on the phone. You can listen to us with your headphones on your speakerphone. You don't have to be at a computer. You don't have to download any kind of fancy go-to webinar stuff. Uh, just listen to us talk on the phone about this opportunity, about get the chance to work with us and set up your systems for you. Call with Peter and Joe.com. All right. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Joe. All right.
0: Bye-bye.